Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. Um, outside of that, oh, big, big news. Uh, Martin Tapao apparently, allegedly, reportedly on the grapevine. Uh, it seems to be true because Brad Arthur has basically come out and said we, we want him. It's up to, to uh, Manly. So, you know, I don't think Brad Arthur's coming out and saying that unless it was true. The deadline's today, so it mm. should be confirmed. Deadline soon. from Para? The August 1 deadline. Oh, August 1. Yeah. Because when it happened, I was like, fuck, of all weeks to come out and fucking mm. release that. Thoughts on uh, Martin Tapao potentially going to the Eels? Yeah, I think it might be time for a change of scenery for Marty. Uh, I just I don't think we've seen his best out of him the last probably two years. Would that be fair? Like we know what he's capable of doing. Yeah, he's, he's had little flashes. You know what? When him and Adam Fenor Blake were playing together, they were arguably the two best in the comp. But I, I'd agree with you. Last two years, he's probably just been solid without being bad. And I, mean, I, I think it'd be unreal for him to arrive at Parramatta and he wouldn't have to be the forward. Mm. He could just come off the bench. And, you know, How do they afford him, though? Oh, fuck, God knows. Is he taking, you reckon he'd be taking a massive pay cut? Surely. I don't, I don't understand it. I mean, great pickup for Parramatta if they get him, especially as like an X-factor off the bench with his offloading game. But... Why do they need him? Like they've got Campbell, Gillard, Borlo, both offloading forwards. Maddo, who plays in the middle. Papali'i, who can play in the middle. Like, do they need another middle And your forward? other guys like Kafusi, Makatoa, like they've yeah, all been solid. Like yeah. I, think, I think if you watch Eels games closely, when RCG and Paolo, um, Paolo come off, they lose a lot through the middle. Mm. And so I think he's being signed as that crazy rotation of like, we don't lose that much when we take off RCG mm. and Paolo. Um, oh, great signing, don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah, look, and if he's if he's all in, if, if if he's on board with the Eels and you know what the Eels want to do, and um, I think it's a great. Well, you, you look at Parallel trying to get him, who don't really need him, but will make great use of him. What about the Melbourne Storm? Like another middle forward for the run home, mate. They, they could, would he be there? They could. They desperately could use him. You know, yeah. another like with Lindsay Collins out. I wonder if Roosters reach out. 
Because I think the Roosters are a bit light on forwards. It, it, it all obviously yeah. depends to state the obvious, but just roster spots and whether yeah. they can make it happen. So because they've already got Lodge, maybe they don't have another spot on there. Yeah. Again, with the Storm, whether <laughs> I'm not sure if they do or don't, but maybe with sort of a few players gone for the season, they do. I don't know, but geez, it looks a good fit down there. What do, we, what do you guys think about the transfer system? Um, it's a real confusing one because, so for example, the Melbourne Storm have gone out and gotten David Nofaloma. And obviously the Tigers have to agree to this, so it's fine. But outside looking in, let's say they've got to pay him 100K for the rest of the year or something. You could make the argument that they may have that money left because they didn't they didn't use that spot up. So, for example, they may have a minimum 125 grand spot. And maybe the salary cap works differently, but I'm just going off layman's. So they had a 125 grand spot that wasn't taken. No one played it in all year. And so when they get to the end of the season, they still have 125 grand. I assume, unless the NRL say, nah, you've got to like... You know, by the time you get to the end of the year, you've only got one-fourth of that or whatever. So the problem is, it's like Melbourne Storm, and yes, they've been decimated by injury, but you could make the argument that technically, if they go into finals, they've actually got a $9.4 million cap rather than a $9 million cap mm. because they've got a player that's worth six hundred k instead of a 125 player, but they're only paying one hundred twenty-five k because that's the only amount of contract that they have to pay. What do you guys think about the transfer system? Is it fair? Do they need to change it? What, what's Is it too late? Yeah, I personally think it's too late. Mm. I think we're too close to finals. And for me, sometimes I, I, I think it depends on the player. Like mm. if it's a guy that comes to a club that's not a superstar, it doesn't really rattle my cage. But when I saw the Melbourne Storm have got David Nofaluma arriving, then I sort of went, fuck, hold on. Mm. Like, is it is it sweet for a top six, top eight team to take from... It did feel bottom. a bit strange. It felt strange. It yeah. just didn't feel right. Mm. Um, whereas, you know, I, you know, there's a rumour going around that Oliver Gildart's going to join the Roosters this week. Mm. That one didn't rattle my cage as mm. much, uh, which probably isn't fair. Yeah. Uh, but I, I think we all kind of feel similar. Is that <clears throat> fair to say? I honestly, I don't know how I feel because it's so confusing. There's so many grey areas. You do one thing and then something else pops up. You know, for example, you know, Tavita Pangai Jr. last year, I don't know whether he was he sacked at the Broncos. Can you Google that? I don't think he was sacked. I thought he left, but even if he was sacked, leaves, goes to the Panthers, and then plays at the Panthers and nearly made a grand final except for an injury. Then goes to the Bulldogs. So technically, it wasn't alone, but it's 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 event it's essentially the same thing. You yeah. know, like he he went to a club for a small period, then he bounced, and so I don't know I don't know what the right answer is. What do you reckon, Timmy? I hate it. I think it's a rot. Like mm. five weeks until the finals, and you, and like. Legal, of course, mm. but mm. five weeks before the final start and you can go and sign David Nofaluma from a, side, a club who's bottom of the ladder or towards the bottom of the ladder. It's like the Raiders going, all right, the Titans are going poorly. Uh, let's uh, get rid of Sammy Valamai, free up a roster spot, <coughs> and we'll get Tino down who might come down for the rest of the season and try and play finals footy. Now, it's just a stupid example off the top of my head. But yeah. the fact that it happened, and correct me if I'm wrong, but... Did the cutoff used to be, was it July 1 or maybe even slightly 30, earlier? Yeah, June 30. And then they pushed it back a month because of COVID, which mm. during the COVID, which made complete sense yeah. because it was like there were so many ins and outs and just all sorts of things going on. It was a weird time. They were in the bubble up in Queensland, so fine. But they haven't moved it back since. Mm. I feel like now that we're back to relative normality, particularly because they're not in the bubble up in Queensland, mm. push it back to to June 30 where it's like at least if they're making transfer a player's coming for close to half the season yeah. like 
Five weeks from finals, I, I don't like it at all. Mm. But but I guess, like, in their defence at the start of the season, they didn't know what this year was going to look like. Mm. So I can understand them not bringing it mm. back. But I also think, like, if this week they brought it back, I'd be like, if I was one of these other clubs, like, if I'm Parramatta or Penrith, who could potentially go and get themselves a halfback or a 5'8 from one of these lower clubs, I'm going, fuck that, Melbourne got an awful loomer. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a really hard one because is it good cut management? Like, for example, the argument against... The argument against that could be like, um, you know, well, we've played the whole year with one cap spot open. So we've we've been playing at a disadvantage in our cap. You know, we've had a whole player we haven't been able to use in case this happens. So why why shouldn't we be able to when we've been playing the year, year with less cap? Or, or have they have they let, I'm not sure, have they let go of someone to free up a spot for Nofar? Has there been any medical dispensation um, via a player who's out for the year to open I, up a spot? I don't know if they'd have enough cash in the cap though. If they if they were to like let go of a, a lower grade, like a, a fringe first grader, I think they'd only have like, you know, 20 grand left in the cap for the year. But maybe Nofar said I'll come and play for bugger all to be a chance at winning a I think the NRL enforces like values some sort yeah like yeah. if you've played x amount of games you can't just come in and sign for fucking yeah. 50k or whatever um what do you got there Maddie? yeah so basically the wording for the Pangai junior is differing in all articles but they never said sacked it's either he was granted a release or he was asked to leave but they never said sacked. so pretty much he so wasn't a release yeah, yeah. He, he wasn't sack sacked but however way you want to look at it that was mid-july last year yeah yeah so he, he, he got a release and then basically you telling me he didn't have something lined up when he got that release? Like, come on. Well, he had two clubs signed up, lined up. Yeah. Um, I, I think Matt Lodge signed with the Roosters July 3, right? Which was just, like, that's four days after June 30. Let's call it June 30. I personally felt that was fair. And, like, even though he didn't have a club, that, that's irrelevant. I thought that was, like, fair timing from the Roosters. I, I think this is too late. I just think they should push it back to June 30 and everything will be all good. There could be an argument for, like, you pick your squad at the start of the year. You have to have 30. And then you've got your you've got your extended as well, so you've got your thirty five forty. And if you have injuries, tough luck. Like that's part of rugby league. The only reason why I, I'm not sure if I agree with that, but the reason why I say that is like that gives opportunities for for the lower tier clubs. Like right now, let's say the Melbourne Storm couldn't get an off Luma and they couldn't bring anyone in, and Nelson got you know suspended or, or whatever. Like they're basically out of the running then, like pretty much. Like let's say Josh King, Nelson go out. They could literally fall out of the eight. That gives an opportunity for a struggling club. Yeah, but, but that's footy. Shit happens. Mm. That, I'm, that's what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, that's what exactly. I'm saying. Yeah, like, like like you injuries make, happen and stuff. Exactly. But like, whereas in this new environment where you can pull people in on loans, mm. it almost makes the best clubs stay as the best clubs. And also on top of that, like, look, bring in some, some youthful guys that haven't played first grade yet that get an opportunity. What do you I think about? the best example is the Broncos. Like, they've had a shit couple of years when it comes to results. But those players, especially those forwards, those young forwards who battled through those losses, now have 40 to 60 games to their name and they're in the top, in the top five, almost in the top four. <clears throat> yep. I think Brisbane are a great example of, you know, the loan system not being... Like imperative working on it, yeah. It's a really interesting one. I'm not sure what this right answer is. I, I personally, personally, if I'm just thinking of it right now, I actually don't mind the idea of like you pick your 30 at the start of the year and then you're extended, so you know 40 or whatever, and that's what you're going with, because like then that is truly like it's a war of attrition as well. It's a war of like who managed the cap the best when you in, in the exact same time. Whereas like this this kind of like amorphous nature of did they intentionally leave that space flea for later in the year? Have they worked out that like, 
I don't know. I, I'm not sure where I stand, but at the moment, I would lean more towards... But then if players get unhappy... Anyway, at the moment, I would lean more towards you pick your squad at the start of the year. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And then, you know, you go from there pretty much. Just sort of going a little bit off track. Do we think Nofaluma's going to go back to the Tigers? Well, I think there'd be some pretty heavy contracts in place to do that. In saying that, it does seem like he's on the outer. Maybe they want to free up some space. I, I reckon they wanted to do this. Yeah. That, that, that's where it annoys me. Like, yeah. if he now goes back to the Tigers who released him because they're like, for whatever reason, it was beneficial to them, maybe to get him game time, whatever, this season, um, they're not going to play finals. They're going, we'll give him to Melbourne. Mm. And then he goes back to the Tigers next year when it becomes a fresh season. That annoys me. If, he, if he's released from the Tigers like TPJ last year, I feel less strongly about it and, and being adverse to it. Mm. Um, I'm with Guru. I think the fact that... The, like, I don't see what the Tigers get out of giving him to Melbourne, which makes me think... Other than trying he, to get him gone. Yeah, and and well, salary cap. Yeah, which, which makes me think he's moving on, mm. surely. If the Tigers gave Melbourne Dane Laurie, at least I could sit there and go, okay, <laughs> mate, he's a young experience. guy, he's getting experience. Mm. But what's Knopf? 28 years old, he's played... Yeah. He would have played close to 200 first grade games or something. How, 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 he's an experienced, he's an established. He's a leading club try scorer. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I, I think this is a get lost. We're moving on, yeah. personally. Fuck spot on, Guru. 28 years old, 175 games. <laughs> I call him a Guru for no reason. the name, mate. <laughs> 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 Definitely did. <laughs> the thing, um, one more thing. Just like, what's stopping. Penrith, for example, I know Hastings got injured. But what's stopping Penrith having Cleary suspended for five weeks and the next day signing Hastings for the rest of the year? Like, how how shocking would that be? And, and I think that if the Tigers aren't in the position they are now with Brooks and Hastings, I think that one of these Parramatta or Penrith would have reached out to them. Mm. Yeah, but they probably don't have the money though. That's the only problem. It's mm. like that most of them wouldn't have the money in the cap. The only way that you can get yourself in a position to be able to do this is if you've been playing the whole year with less cap than everyone else. Technically less cap, from what we know. Yeah, look, it's a tough one. I, I don't know. What I, what I do know for sure though, that I'm pretty, like pretty, well, not pretty keen, I'm very keen on, is we need to package up this transfer system, whatever, so that it is an consumable uh, entertainment for the punter. Right now, it's willy-nilly, players going there, whatever. If we package it up and it goes over a few weeks or whatever, we can create, we can generate revenue as a game by, you know, entertainment, you know. Transfer, transfer windows in, like, soccer or whatever. Like, I don't even follow soccer, but you speak to any soccer fan and they talk about the transfer windows. It's like a game. AFL, same situation. It's like a game within the game. Um, we, we need to package it and start making money off it you're right because today today should be a very exciting day if if we were like that because today's deadline day yeah but, but no one really us. even knows yeah and i mean 
Oh, maybe a bit tinfoily hat, but at the NRL not stoked that this is a bit of a circus and it's just going to be more and more headlines and people mm. are more and more talking about it. Yeah. Yeah, the argument against my thing of like packaging it up and making it exciting few weeks is like, well, this way we have it going all year and it's mm. just a circus and we get the headlines all year. But I still think you'd, you'd get more out of putting it in a month and like really, you know, generating, you know, get ad sponsorships and all that kind of stuff for it. <clears throat> um, yeah, so... I'm not sure where I stand. Let us know in the comments section uh, where you stand on the trade window. But outside of that, uh, Manly, be very, very proud of your boys. They played outstanding. Um, yeah. Yep. Shout out to um, Chico. Made his way back into first grade. Yes, absolutely. Great knock. The great James Seguiaro. Uh, what, since 2019? Mm. Comes back into first grade. What a journey. What an absolute journey to stick at it, stick at it, stick at it. And I'll be honest, I thought, nah, he's... I didn't think he'd be able to make it back in, not because of his talent, just because of his age. Like, yeah. I just didn't know whether any NRL squad would have a spot for him, but... I agree. I, I didn't think he'd make it back yeah. either. Great I, easily talented enough, I just thought the age, but incredible from him. So, well done to Chico. Um, great stuff. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.